get sales lessons from experts and entrepreneurs. Go out there and be the spokesperson and the representative for the brand. On how you can bring your A game in selling. Making sales requires putting yourself out there and being vulnerable. To start and scale your business. We need to negotiate for what we deserve. This is Ace the Sales podcast and here's your host Roshni Burrania. Hey there, so happy to have you joining me for today's episode where I have with me Sonia Statman who is a personal development coach and speaker. Sonia combines business and leadership with psychology and human behavior in her work with women in business. She takes a unique approach to make her coaches embrace selling. So of course we will talk all about that as well as her podcaster journey because Sonia and myself got connected by our podcast feature where we both were listed amongst the top women in business podcasts. So there's a lot to look forward to in this episode, but before I bring our guest to the mic, a quick reminder to follow Ace the Sales on your podcast listening app. because when you do that it helps us take this podcast and these valuable conversations to many more entrepreneurs just like yourself so just click that tiny button on the app and you are all set to dive into this episode hi sonia i am so delighted to have you on ace the sales podcast welcome to the show thank you i'm so very honored to be here can you tell us briefly about yourself and your work i i love that question because it's like how do you briefly talk about your long life right i love that yeah so i've basically been an entrepreneur for about 22 years I started off with a branding agency and very quickly moved into coaching and I was doing business coaching and leadership coaching and personal development work really for the last like 20 20 years. So it's been, you know, a really kind of uh, amazing journey to even watch the the world and business industry and coaching industry and all of these things change so drastically over the last 20 years. And now I really focus on the personal development arena. I really love working with leaders. I've worked with thousands of leaders over the last 20 years and and I love helping people figure out sort of what their path is, what their purpose is, who they are and how to step into more of their kind of power and voice, which is really fun. I do a lot of speaking right now. I do cor- corporate workshops on emotional intelligence and you know i mean that's probably my favorite topic emotional intelligence but i talk a lot about burnout which is very connected um i do a little bit of dei you know work in some of these workshops as well and and so yeah i spend a lot of time doing that um i'm a longtime podcaster i have I've been podcasting for 6 years so I've had three podcasts we just launched a new one called Reclaiming Ourselves um but I had a long-time podcast called Women in the Business Arena um and another one called The Feminine Lens and so love podcasting it's amazing it's such a great I don't know venue yeah, right absolutely yeah in fact yes we will be picking all those nuggets of insights and wisdom from you from all those uh, areas of your work but uh, before we get to all of that just a quick behind the scenes act we do on ace the sales which we call bts and ats some fun questions that will we will be putting across you and uh, let's see what comes up i'm ready 
tell us one silly habit that you have which drives people crazy around you silly habit i have that drives people crazy uh, i think sometimes i'm i can be really organized so you know i kind of plan ahead i organize our home a lot i think that drives my husband a little bit crazy because <laughs> um, i can be kind of very organized so that's maybe one thing that's kind of a habit that can drive people crazy oh awesome kids especially say you have ocd why are you making my life hell <laughs> you have ocd is deal it with yourself Describe yourself in three words. In three words. I think that would be uh deep. Like for me, it's very important to kind of really tap underneath things and so I like to go deep on topics. I like to go deep in myself. Um so deep is a very important word for me. Integrity is a very kind of key word for me. It's always really important for me to be as authentic as I can, as real as I can, no matter where I am or what I'm talking about or, you know, I always tell people who I am on my podcast is who I am in real life, is who I am with my friends. Um and so I try to be, you know, as you know, authentic and um in my integrity as possible. And then I would say visionary, right? I I spend a lot of time really feeling into what I want to create, how I want to impact the world, and I feel like in a, in many ways I've always been kind of ahead of where things are. Um and so I've had this really great ability to kind of see the vision ahead of time. That's so beautiful. In fact, those are the exact themes that I have in mind to cover with you in our conversation so I am looking forward to discussing authenticity and uh, uh, self worth and all of these aspects with you just one last question before we get into all of that uh, so you are currently traveling the world with your family and you are uh, based in Mexico right now so uh, tell us your favorite place in that city in Uh, the new place that you are in what's your favorite spot we're in san miguel de allende which is this really beautiful little town in the mountains in mexico it's kind of in the heart of mexico and the weather is just absolutely amazing all year round which we're really enjoying and it's just a just a beautiful little city and i think my favorite spot gosh it's hard to say cuz i love so many spots but there's this really beautiful coffee shop that is you know kind of in centro they call it centro which is the heart of the city and i don't know it just has this magical feeling they have the best coffee in the city which is very important i'm a definitely a coffee snob and i can sit in this open window and just look at these old buildings and the the beautiful sky and it's just kind of my most favorite magical place yeah. here some places especially some coffee shops give you that vibe uh and uh, they are so welcoming and warm that you just like to sit around those places so yeah beautiful thanks for sharing that um so okay sonia let's get into some deep questions with you as you said that you love uh, deep work so let's deep dive into uh, some of the things that i wanted to discuss with you because personal development and uh, self awareness are very key aspects of uh, how a business owner behaves in her business and how she operates in her business because i believe our external world is a reflection of our internal world so though this podcast is all about sales and business growth 
I also believe that is that there is a lot of inner work that one needs to do uh, in order to reach the kind of success or the results they want to see in the business. In fact, in one of my earlier episodes, I was sharing about uh, how to handle rejection in sales. And I also talked about how most of the time people attach their self-worth with the rejection they faced in sales or their success and failures with their self-worth. So can you please demystify this notion of self-worth for us, especially in the context of women in business? Gosh, yeah. I could talk about this all day long, right? I mean, it's such a key piece of sales and business. We're, you know, we're not just like compartmentalized people, right? We can't sort of say this is our business life and this is our personal life. We're whole people and we bring our whole selves to everything we do in our business. So our sales and our marketing and the way we handle our clients and the way we feel. And so all of those pieces are really, you know, brought into our business, how we respond in our business, how we handle things that happen, how we pursue things, how bold we are. It's all related to our internal world. And so it's so important to be able to address that, know how to um, look at our personal development, how to look at our personal growth. I mean, one of the reasons I took off my business coaching hat last year, because I was business coaching for two decades, was because in all the years I've worked with people and all the thousands of women I've worked with, I realized that underneath everything that was happening in their business was really themselves, right? Their personal development, their feelings of worthiness, their old trauma or their old experiences that they've had. And so it's really that that's at the core of so much of what we want to change in our business. And so it really kind of caused me to want to focus on that part, that personal development. And I think, you know, it is, it's at the core of everything. Like if you weave back into the thread of whatever you're experiencing in your business, at that core, you're going to find there's something in yourself that needs to be explored, that needs to be healed, that needs to be understood. And when we when we have that, we're able to change everything that's happening in our business as well. That's so true that everything we do is attached to our self. And this awareness about self is what leads us to see ourselves in a particular perspective. We also are judging ourselves in one way or the other. And uh, before everyone else, before the world puts a value to us, we tend to put a value and worth to ourselves. And that's where it links back to the awareness piece and the inner work piece. So can you dig a little bit more into how does one align with what one wants to do in their business and what this self-worth or self-awareness looks like. Because we understand we all have certain set of beliefs, value systems, and uh, so to speak, boundaries. And uh, many a times we feel that we are out of place. We do not belong here. Or there is a particular action that we need to take in our business. We know it at a cerebral level, but we tend to procrastinate it. And I think that the root cause of it is misalignment. But uh, since you work a lot in this space of personal development, can you share a little bit about how we can bring an alignment between what 
we do in our business and who we are as a person. Yeah. Well, look, really the first step is recognizing who we are, who we really are, right? I mean, one of the things that happens, and it's one of the reasons why I created a new podcast called Reclaiming Ourselves, is that we have to find ourselves, right? We have to recognize where our power is, what our strengths are, who we are. Now, you know, just to split some hairs, worthiness is a whole different thing. We're worthy just by breathing. We don't need to find our worth. We already are worthy, but we do need to understand who we are and how we best operate. So, you know, over the years, so much of my work was about helping people discover who they are, right? what they enjoy, where their passion is, how their energy works. And when they do that, and then they create and design their business to fit that, right? To be an alignment, as you said, with who they are, you know, it, it is, it's so powerful. It's, it's exponentially successful. But what happens is a lot of times we, we were, we're told who we are, or we have an idea of who we are. We think, you know, we know who we are. And it's been something that's been indoctrinated by our culture, by our parents, by our family members. And, and so we're in some ways denying who we really are. So, so much of the work actually is not about the business structures or how to align the business. So much of the work is about discovering and understanding how we tick and every individual is so unique. And then what's really cool is when you start to recognize who you are, when you start to own who you are, your business starts to shift automatically. Like we don't have to do so much work in the outside when we do all the work on the inside. That's so beautiful. So uh, can you share any examples or any stories or uh, experiences that you've had with your clients when you've worked in this space of uh, how they once understood who they are their business shifted or the way they started operating in their business shifted? Gosh, so many, so many, right? I, you know, I could give an example. Like one of my clients, she was kind of a very type A personality, right? She was she was going to just make it happen. She would put all her effort into it. She kind of had this idea of, you know, what she should do and how her business should operate, who she should serve. And, and so at first we, you know, of course, as a business coach, we started working through the aspects of her business. And what I realized is there was something where she wasn't really being true to herself. She wasn't really understanding, you know, what she wanted to do because she was so stuck in what she thought she should do. And as we started to unpack more and more of that, and as she started to do more and more of internal work, you know, it was interesting because she almost let go completely of her business, you know, and in order to be able to, you know, honestly explore who she wanted to be and what she wanted to do. And as soon as that happened, this inspiration came for a different business, right? A different thing that she wanted to do and almost instantly she started to attract the people that she needed. She attracted a team. People were on board with her movement. Like so much had changed from this place of being so stuck and trying so hard and putting so much effort in doing all the right things that we teach to do in business and in sales to like effortlessly everything unfolding, effortlessly everything coming to her. And so you know, it's, and that's just like one of so many stories that I have of women who have 
gotten more honest about what they really want. I mean, one of the things that I do a lot of work with is desires, you know, really tapping into what our desires are, getting honest about what our desires are. And a lot of women struggle. Like when, when they first, I'm like, what do you really want? Right? They're like, I don't know. Or they're thinking about what their husband wants or what their kids want or what, you know, their parents want. And so unpacking that is a whole process in and of itself. And when they feel their desire, that changes everything. Because, you know, one of the things about the man, I'm sure you talk about this a lot too, the manifestation of sales or the manifestation of money, the manifestation of your business, it's really based on your energy. Like people feel you. And when you're in your desire, when you're excited, when your energy is high, people are like, yeah, I want some of that, right? <laughs> exactly. Your vibe attracts your tribe. That's the kind of uh, scenario that starts happening in your uh, business and life. And that exactly is kind of my story too, because I'm a strategist and everything for me used to be like, this is the way it is to be done. And without even really thinking about whether it is right or wrong, I used to have that goal sheet and action plan, all, all of the things laid out. That's when I was working with a coach and then she also helped me see this, that it's important for you to let things flow and take their own course. You don't have to be so boxed in your opinion. And that is a fault that many of us do, that uh, we try to copy-paste what other people are doing because they have found success. So probably that's the same formula that I can have to be successful in my business. So that's the way it should be done because it's worked for them, so it should work for me. But uh, that's not the way it happens. It, it's your business. You are unique. Your business is unique. And so should the way it is run, the strategies and all of that. Great piece. I loved what you shared. So now you've talked about that uh, who you are piece, bringing the alignment piece. Let's talk a little bit about busting some business myths here because you've been a business coach yourself for a long period of time. And uh, one of the biggest myths people have is that I have a great product or I have a great service. I have a great coaching program, the most transformative experience in the world. And everyone should line up in front of my door to buy it. But <laughs> in reality, that doesn't happen. So what do you think is the missing link here in terms of uh, this thought process that or the myth the early stage entrepreneurs have and how to break out of this myth and shell. Hey there, hope you've been loving the episode so far. Just wanted to take a moment to invite you to Ace the Sales Club, which is a tribe of women small business owners who dream, dare and do amazing stuff. If that's you, which I'm sure you are, just sign up for it from the link given in show notes as every month we share with you tools and resources that can save you time, save you money or help you make more money as a solopreneur. So sign up for the club from the link given in show notes and now back to the episode. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's about understanding that whatever you create should be designed for someone very specific, first of all, right? Like one of the things I always taught in my sales process is you don't even give the offer to someone who's not a perfect fit, 
right? In the sales process, you don't tell them what you offer. You don't tell them your, your cost. You don't tell them anything if they're not a perfect fit, but you have to know who that perfect fit is. And so being able to kind of understand who you're designing something for and what problem you're there to solve, I think is a really important piece. Understanding that some people are not going to resonate, some people are not going to be a right fit for whatever you're offering is also a really important piece. So it's not rejection. It's just not a bad, it's just not a good fit, right? I think some of these things are so important to understand because, I don't know, we've, we've gotten sort of the wrong picture. I mean, being in business for 20 years, right? The way we operated business 20 years ago is very, very different than the way we're operating business now. And back then, you had to work a lot harder in a way, right? There wasn't the internet, there wasn't social media, there wasn't all of those things that you could just kind of, you know, just launch into a business. It was, it required a business plan. It required really figuring out who you were going to serve and who your client was. And so I think now there's kind of this desire for this instant gratification, but a lot of the most successful people took a lot of time to create their success. And so it's, getting into understanding who your target market is, what needs they have, and how you can really serve them. One of the things I've taught a lot in my sales process over the years is what I call the validation process. Really, when you're first doing sales, when you're first launching a product, when you're first launching a coaching program, the most important thing you can do is get data. That's actually the purpose of the sales process, is not to sell, to get data. You know, what are they saying their problems are? What are they interested in? What sparks their interest? What do they not resonate you know, with? And so these are all kinds of the pieces that are really important as you're you know, selling something. So I think, yeah, we, we have to really look at business differently. We have to look at sales differently because we have a lot of unrealistic expectations in the world. And that's why, you know, I in my Women in the Business Arena podcast, we did a whole season of myth-busting because I think there's so many myths we have about business that get in our way. And then we, we, you know, sort of feel like a failure or feel like we've done something wrong when really like this is just the, the pathway of business. Absolutely. So true that uh, we tend to follow the norm. But uh, yeah, there are different ways of uh, doing the same things. Uh, you don't have to do different things. You have to do the same things differently. So, yes, that's a very important piece. And you talked about um, the validation process and uh, the way you uh, are able to shine that spark in terms of who it is for, who your services and offerings and uh, business solutions are for. So can you just uh, put a little spotlight on how should that communication or the messaging from you to your client should be made more impactful and in a way that it resonates with them because I know marketing is all about repeating your messaging over and over again like a broken record till the time it gets etched into your customer's mind. But when we are operating a business in the realm of being truly aligned with who we are and how you we want to create a business. So it's not about the should, but it's more about the how we want to create a business. Then uh, how should our messaging be made more impactful? I mean, I think the piece is it's all about testing, 
right? There's, there's so many people spend so much time and energy trying to craft the perfect message. I mean, even now, as I launch a new thing, I'm still always collecting data. I'm always seeing what do people resonate with? What do they respond to? What are they most interested in? What topics work? I mean, in my speaking, I constantly launch, you know, workshops to see who, who's biting specific topics, right? And some topics get a lot of traction and some topics don't. So I drop those topics off and create new ones. So, you know, it is so much about testing and getting data and, you know, seeing where our clients land. And we spend so much time trying to create the perfect message or craft the perfect post. None of that matters. Just put stuff up there, right? Just like throw stuff on the walls. (laughs) And then what happens over time is that as you collect data, as you get information, as you recognize, ooh, you know, so many people responded to this message or so many people responded to this topic, then you start to, to you know, refine it and, you know, kind of refine those messages and, and look at, you know, how you want to share them. But I think we just spend far too much time trying to create the perfect content and do all these different things and, and it's a waste. So what, what I hear you saying is that to put out the imperfect piece and then observe what the client is responding to, what sticks, and then go back to the drawing board and do it again and put it out again. So it's a constant phase of learning and growing and just experimenting. And that's the fun part of a business, actually, I think. So, uh, Sonia, let's take a segue here and talk a little bit about your podcast. So, like you said earlier, that at one point of time, you were doing three. So, how many you are doing right now? Tell us a little bit about your podcast. Yeah. So, I I love podcasting. And so, I literally could podcast all the time. But podcast is, you know, podcasting, as I know you know, is a lot of work, right? It's a lot of investment of time and energy and money. and And so... I ran with women in the business arena for six years and it was amazing and I loved it. And I have, we have so many juicy episodes that are still up and running, but really what I wanted to do was I kind of peeled off my business coaching hat last year was create a new podcast that I put all my energy into that is more in that realm of the self-development because I think that's just such an important piece. It's the precursor to a successful business. It's the precursor to more sales. It's really the precursor to anything you want in your life is getting back to that power and strengths and who you are. Um, I call that reclaiming ourselves. So I guess we've just launched episode three. So we're, we're, you know, I'm back in the baby podcast. I mean, we had 250 episodes of my other podcast. So, you know, this was, this is quite new and I brought in three podcast co-hosts. And so we don't have, um, guests. We just, you know, sort of talk amongst ourselves, whether as a panel or whether me one-on-one with one of the co-hosts and, it's this really deep and kind of really digging into what does it take to reclaim ourselves? What does it take to reclaim our power, our voice, reclaim our mental health? I just did, I just recorded one yesterday with my co-host, Laura Shakuzman, who's a psychotherapist. And we talked about mental health and what that means in business and, you know, what that means for founders. And so, you know, these are just really um, important topics and the conversations we have are really deep in helping people understand, you know, even things like self-compassion, right? I think so much of what happens in business where we get stuck or we freeze is because we're beating ourselves up or we're 
you know, we feel like we're a failure instead of really learning to cultivate self-compassion and, you know, um, just an appreciation of ourselves and everything we're doing. And when we do that, it's almost like we get unstuck in all the areas of our business or all the areas of our life. And so, yeah, they're just really deep conversations about what it takes to reclaim ourselves and our power and who we are. And I love them. It's so much fun. It's, it's great. <laughs> awesome. And it's so interesting to see that uh, with the change of your business or the coaching niche or the zone that you are working in, your podcast too has changed. And it's so interesting to see this. So I'm sure you are able to integrate your podcast as a very important piece of your business as well. So can you talk to us a little bit about that? Because I'm a big promoter of podcasts for business. So I would love to hear from you that how does your podcast fit into your business strategy and how does it work for your business? Yeah, well, I'm sure you've talked about this a lot, but you know, for me, podcasting really fits in the realm of sales conversion, right? There's such a difference between marketing and sales. You know, marketing is really like peaking interest, you know, getting people to notice who you are. But sales is that conversion process which requires trust and relevance and right fit. I think podcasting fits really beautifully in that sales conversion process People are able to learn from you. They they begin to trust you. I mean, I can't tell you how many people over the years have come up to me. I mean, one time I was in a coffee shop and someone was like kind of hanging out, like listening to a conversation with me and a friend. And I was like, sort of, what's going on there? And she she leans over and she says, I'm so sorry, but I listen to your podcast all the time and I heard your voice and I just had to say hi. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. And, you know, it's so funny right? Like random. And I get, you know, messages from people saying that my podcast has changed their life. And, you know, like these are the really beautiful things. And it's because people develop a trust with you. Some people would work with me six months. I mean, they listen to me for six months or a year and then they become clients, right? It's such a beautiful conversion process. And I think that's where podcasting, you know, really fits in there. I also think that it is important that your podcast aligns with where you are. So don't be afraid to change your podcast. I mean, it was a very big decision. You know, Women in the Business Arena is one of the top business podcasts. It has, you know, it has, I mean, it's all out there. If you put it in, it's like, you know, we're like the six pages of Google, you know? So it was really hard to decide to let that go. But when I really felt into it, I don't want my focus anymore to be business, right? Business will always be a component of what I do, but I want the focus to be on reclaiming ourselves. So, you know, it was a big decision to change my podcast, um, but it was worth it because now my attention is very focused. It's very streamlined. And I think that's an important part of the process too. So true. I loved what you shared and the beautiful way in which you are leveraging podcast for your business. And uh, I wish all the best for your new podcast as well. I will mention the link in the show notes as well for people to just go and listen to it. So getting into a, a very different space quickly, uh, Sonia. So you said, of course, you've been into the space of coaching and entrepreneurship for 22 years. Uh, but if we travel back in time to your early years, 
what was your relationship with selling so did it come easily to you or did you struggle through it what was it like for you 22 years back <laughs> no and and if you're on it like i mean granted there's maybe like a 0.001% of people who are always good at selling everyone else struggles with selling no matter how hard it is like I mean last year I was creating something new and I struggled with selling it right there's and and the market's changing so fast and people are changing so fast this is why that data and validation is so key no matter how experienced you are with sales and so yeah I've struggled my whole life with sales and you know and that's okay and I'm good at it too right so there's this you can it's it's got this dichotomy because you could be really good at sales and have a lot of experience and a lot of skills and still struggle because how many of us are not struggling with our worthiness right as women we live in cultures and in societies that diminish our worthiness we're doing tons of domestic labor for no pay right there's all these things in which we're navigating that and so even it very experienced and even very self developed right there's there's not a moment that i still don't have things to navigate and so yeah it's a it's a constant journey and back then you know in my 20s i was really passionate and so you know i could use that passion i could ride that passion to sell myself it was also easier like 20 years ago there wasn't the level of competition and you know i mean women in business were not even like very big like there was not even a huge percentage of people you know you could it was hard pressed to find women owned businesses and so the arenas were smaller you could be different you could kind of find your vibe and your your way to sort of to peak and get in it's a lot harder now the market is very different now depending on what industry and in, they're very flooded you know we could be broad 20 years ago i could be i could you know have very broad messaging i could have very broad things now you have to be much more specific so it's a really different world but yeah yeah i don't think you ever get to a moment where you're not encountering challenges with sales yes exactly i so agree with you because yes there are times when you are like oh i'm so awesome and i'm so great at this and the at the other moment you are like struggling through like writing the first line of uh, what your sales pitch would look like so <laughs> yes it's a constant dichotomy and uh, yeah i loved the way uh, this conversation has uh, navigated because uh, towards the end we loop back to the worthiness piece and uh, that's how i see that this conversation has also come to a full circle of where we started from and it's so beautiful that uh, we are uh, wrapping up with this again notion of bringing together who you are your self worth and then aligning it with your business so uh, last question um, to you sonia as a personal and development coach what's your advice for all the women entrepreneurs listening to is the sales how can they fall in love with selling it starts with falling in love with yourself like really it's you know that sounds kind of woo woo or different but it really starts with that it's when you fully appreciate yourself when you honor who you are when you recognize your worth selling becomes very very easy when you are struggling with your self-worth when you don't appreciate yourself when you beat yourself up sales becomes really really hard and so you know as sometimes i like to say 
you know, if you think about how easy it is for you to sell someone you love, right? Someone you love, something you love, right? It's no problem, right? You go out and you're just like, you tell the whole world, oh my gosh, you've got to go get this product or, oh my gosh, you've got to meet my friend, right? It's so easy to sell someone else because you appreciate them. You see their worth, you see their value. Well, we have to direct that same level of skill to ourselves. We need to appreciate who we are, what we bring, the value that we bring, and who we are, and recognize we're worthy just by breathing. And when those things happen, sales is just a natural extension of that. Oh, so beautiful. Thank you so much for sharing such a beautiful message. And it was lovely to have you on the show, Sonia. I wish you all the best with your new podcast and in everything that you do. Thank you so much for being with us today. And that's a wrap. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you found any value in today's episode, then remember to recommend Ace the Sales Podcast to at least one of your business buddies. You never know what insight they will get that can help them in their business. So do some good karma today. Finally, a loud shout out and thank you to the production team of Done For You Podcast who helped me in bringing this show to you. If you too are looking to start your podcast for the business, get in touch with DFIP from the link given in show notes. Join me in the next episode for yet another conversation that can help you fall in love with selling. Till then, take very good care of yourself. This is your host, Roshni Baronia, signing off.